The last words of any man are significant, but how much more when those last words are spoken by the God-man, the Lord Jesus? In today's study, we visit the cross and listen to the final words of Christ spoken just before his death. You will find that they hold tremendous truth and application for all of us who live on this side of the cross. Open your Bible and let's join Scott Pauley now at Calvary. What will you do with this day today? You can't get yesterday back. There's no rewind, no do-over button. Tomorrow may never come, so you have today. Today's the gift of God to you. What will you do with this day? The psalmist said, This is the day the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. We've come in our study of these great cries from the cross to Luke chapter 23 and our Lord's amazing conversation and interaction with a sinner, with a criminal. Isn't that just like Jesus? From start to finish, he was a friend of sinners. To the very end, he is uh, spending time talking uh, to the basest elements. Oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Let me testify. I'm so glad that Jesus loves poor sinners like me. Aren't you glad he loves sinners and he speaks to them and he listens to them? And he says to this criminal on the cross in Luke chapter 23 and verse number uh, 41, uh, there's this interaction going back and forth. And verse 41, this, this man said, we, we deserve this. We indeed justly. We're receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing amiss. In verse, verse 42, he says to Jesus, Lord, remember me when thou comest into thy kingdom. And here's Jesus' answer, verse 43. And Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee today, Shalt thou be with me in paradise? And there's our word today. Oh, I hope it rings in your ears. I hope the Holy Spirit will etch it on your heart today, today, today. You remember Jesus told a story about a rich fool that had big plans for tomorrow, big plans. He was going to pull down his barns and build greater and do this and do that. And what did God say? Thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. What was he saying? Tomorrow's not coming to you, my friend. You have today. What will you do with this day? My dad had a business associate years ago when I was just a boy growing up that used to say something like this. He would say, procrastination is my sin. It causes me endless sorrow. I really must stop doing it. In fact, I'll start tomorrow. I think you missed the point, don't you? We all do it. We procrastinate. We put off to tomorrow what we ought to do today. But I want you to know, though you may have quite a to-do list today, at the top of the list better be the spiritual things. You better be, make very certain that those things are cared for because one day is going to be your last. And someday, this day, could be the day you meet God. What is it you don't want to meet God with? Deal with that today. Whatever you don't want to face him with in judgment, face him with today in mercy and do it today. Let me give you a, a cross-reference to this in the book of Hebrews because I said to you that tomorrow is the devil's word, today is God's word, and it is one of his favorite words. Hebrews chapter 3, Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, in verse number 7, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Uh, how about this, Hebrews 3, verse 13, But exhort one another daily while it is called today. Verse 15, while it is said 
today. Uh, Hebrews chapter 4, verse number 7. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, and as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. I wonder, how many times does God have to say it before we do it? Today, friend, not another day. We all have the best of intentions, don't we? Someday we're going to get saved. Someday we're going to follow the Lord. Someday we're going to get serious about our prayer life. Someday we're going to witness to that family member or that neighbor. Someday. And then, one day at a time, one moment at a time, life passes. Doesn't it pass so quickly? Yes, it does. The clock of life is wound but once, and no man has the power to tell just when the hands will stop at late or early hour. To lose one's wealth is sad indeed. To lose one's health is more. But to lose one's soul is such a loss that no man can restore. And Jesus, hanging on that cross, looked at this lost sinner and instead of our Lord being concerned for himself, he was concerned for that soul. I wonder what would happen if God's people started living every day that day, that way. If every day we thought today is the day of salvation for someone. If you're not a Christian, today's the day you need to come to Christ. That's the great lesson that you learn from the thief. But what's the lesson you learn from Jesus? That today is also the day to go after some soul for Christ's sake. Think of this, Jesus is living his hardest day. And on his hardest day, he's still pursuing sinners. Remember what he said, he came to seek and to save that which was lost. Oh, thank you, Jesus. That even hanging on that cross, you are still seeking and saving sinners. And that in fact, he was seeking and saving that sinner on that cross, and that wasn't the end of it. That was really just the beginning of it. He is still seeking and saving sinners today. I remember years ago, a young woman in one of our meetings that got so burdened in the middle of the sermon, she jumped up weeping, ran out of the meeting, and went and found a phone and called her father to give him the gospel because she was so concerned. And this is what she said to me later. She said, it dawned on me, if my father had died that day, he would have gone to hell. She, she got it. She was gripped by the reality of today. So the first thing we've learned about this word is that today is a word of expediency. It is a right now word. And so let me give you a second thought. Today is also a word of opportunity. And every man has his moment. Everybody has their opportunity. Oh, friend, don't miss today. Don't miss your moment. Today we must recognize our need. See, that was the great difference between these two thieves on the cross. One of them uh, is the selfish one, and the other one is the sincere one. One of them says, uh, save us. Uh, we, we don't want to be here any more than you do. And uh, if you're really God, if you're really the Christ, save us. Uh, he didn't realize his own need. The other man recognized that he deserved it. He said, we indeed justly. He, he was a criminal, and he'd been condemned because of his crime. And isn't that the great need that we all have is just to see our need? To realize that we have we've committed crimes against God's law and God's love. We've crossed his boundary. That our hearts are, are deceitful and desperately wicked. That we deserve condemnation. That, that we deserve death and hell. And yet notice this, please, that this man's fear and his faith are connected. It was his fear of eternity that led him to put his faith in Christ. The number one reason people give for coming to faith in Christ is suddenly hell becomes real to them. I tell you, when you're staring death in the face, you, you think differently. 
And today we must recognize our need and then we must realize Christ's sufficiency. That though we are criminals, he's the righteous one. He's sinless. And though we deserve hell, Jesus took our hell. He died for our sins so that we could have our sins forgiven. In fact, the one, the first word that he says to Jesus is a powerful word. He said, Lord, Lord. He acknowledged not only who he was as a criminal, he acknowledged who Christ was. Dear one, if you want to be saved today, there's really two things you have to do. You have to acknowledge who you are, and you have to acknowledge who Christ is. You have to confess that you're a sinner, and you have to confess that he is the only Savior. I wonder, would you confess that today? Would you agree with God today? And whoever you are and whatever your spiritual condition, here is my great challenge to you today. Don't miss your moment. You have this fleeting moment. The window is closing, but the opportunity is yours. Whatever you're going to do for Christ, do it today. Can you hear the cries from the cross? In each of these Holy Spirit-inspired words, God has a message for us. We hope that through this study, you will come to know and love the Lord Jesus in a deeper way. For more information on a personal relationship with Christ or for helpful devotional resources, please visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org. You will have access to hundreds of articles, full-length Bible messages, and the complete Enjoying the Journey broadcast library. Remember that only as you follow God's Word will you find Christ's joy. Thank you.